0: Growing the game from the grassroots. Now time to hear from this week's Grassroots Gun. Jack Bowen is 16 years old and played rugby since he was six. He started at Chatswood Junior Rugby Club, then played for Gordon District, and then made a move to Mossman Junior Rugby Club and North where he was involved in the state championship winning side in 2018. At 14 and then again at 15 years old, he was selected for the Sydney side and then identified as a promising player by New South Wales Rugby and selected for the Gen Blue program. Played in this Gen Blue academy in under-14s and under-16s and then was selected to play in the train-on squad for the under-18 Waratahs. Recently, he's been also selected in the under-20s New South Wales Waratahs training squad. He attends St. Ignatius... College Riverview in Sydney, and plays in the first 15. He is on an exciting trajectory in his rugby union career to date, and I talked to him about this experience, grassroots rugby right now, all it encompasses, and where to next for Jack. G'day Jack, how are you going?
1: Good thanks, Katrina, how are you?
0: I'm good, I'm good. So congratulations on what you've achieved so far in rugby. Um, I mean, you're still only 16, you and you've much. done so much already. Um, Tell me just, you know, in your own words, what do you love about playing Rugby Union?
1: Well, first of all, I love that for anyone that knows me, I'm a very competitive person and I like to compete in uh, most most things in life. So it has those ups and downs. And then um, I love a team environment. You know, I've made uh, a lot of my best mates playing rugby. So it's always been a big factor in me playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so you've played like at club, you've played district, you've played representative, you've played for your school, um, and you're now playing, um, you know, East South Wales, Waratah, so they've obviously got, you know, an eye on you. Um, tell me about that experience just in general, so maybe some comments around coaching the approach say from right through that pathway from club to district to representative and even schoolboy sort of coaching and an approach um leading you um up to where you are now and how those sorts of areas may differ so what's different from say club rugby to training now with the waratahs or is there differences
1: i guess um first of all it's a big credit to australian rugby union and uh the waratahs for the development pathways they've Put through right from an under fourteen year old to into the twenties program, and then to the main top uh, top squad at the Warwickers. So it's a big credit to them and all the coaching they do with um all the boys coming through all their programs, and then coming from our uh, school rugby into those programs. I guess just the intensity is just always listed. I guess there's always the competitive nature to uh, compete for positions there. So I guess it's a it's a really good competitive nature, and I guess everyone's everyone's looking to get the most out of themselves in our, our aspect.
0: And so, have you found the coaching? So, have you feel like that's developed you well? Like, there's some good coaches in that system.
1: Yeah, the coaching um, in the Waratah system, and Australian Rugby Union, and um, yeah, it's, it's a really good coaching setup. They've got they've got um, Shannon Fraser, who's been a big big help to me. Uh, he was uh i think a half back and uh, has really helped me with my halves like positional play and just all all little skills that i've really had to pick up on in order to become a better footballer and hopefully progress in the future so yeah they're doing they're doing a really good job with it
0: yeah that's great and listen you've obviously been through a lot of different selection processes. do you think that in general i mean sometimes selectors obviously get it wrong, but in general the selectors are fairly transparent they pick the guys that deserve to be picked and in general that's been a good process for you to have gone through
1: yeah yes as as selectors they're looking for i guess people that are going to work hard and you know they've got the right attitudes and stuff so i guess that's where it's always been positive for me because i can i can i consider myself as a hard-working person so it's been beneficial for me and i know a lot of boys out there that have also put in a lot of hard work they often get paid with the with the rewards as well so
0: And so you've got a lot of, obviously, um, different teammates going through from from club and school and now doing everything you're doing with New South Wales. I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, that a lot of the players you see often enticed to move codes and perhaps go and look at maybe playing league or offered, you know, sort of contracts um, to play league. Um, You're still playing union. Um, Have you seen that firstly? Um, And what's kept you playing rugby union versus potentially, you know, moving codes?
1: Yeah, I guess a lot of boys end up around this 15, 16 year old age, at, uh, looking at a more lucrative deal going to league as they offer, they start to offer contracts uh, a bit younger. I guess the opportunities for some boys they uh, might need it for family and stuff. Yeah, so they um, take that on board. But the thing that's kept me in rugby, I think, as well as I love, I love the game, is um, it's a global game. Rugby league, um, it's based just mainly in Australia, and England, and New Zealand, but Rugby's nearly played in in most countries around the world, and I guess you got the World Cup to uh, desire to in the future. Yeah, in the Super Rugby competitions.
0: Yeah, and so is that the aspiration? So you you know you'd love to get picked up and play Super Rugby, and then you know move through hopefully play for your country. Is that the aspiration?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a goal at under under 18s level, under 20s level, and then, um hopefully moving on into the future if I can keep working hard and stuff. Hopefully hopefully those dreams can come a reality. But, yeah, I guess that's every kid's dream, uh, living in Australia, playing rugby at the moment.
0: And so do you do some extra work on top of that, you know, you in line with those aspirations? Like you, you know, go down to the park and do some extra goal kicking or do some extra speed work or, you know, passing work. What what extra stuff do you do outside of all the other training that you're doing?
1: Uh, yeah, so for most people that live around my area, they're often... They'll see me down at the park most days, whether it's in the morning or hours or in holidays, even a few times a day. Whether I'm kicking, I'm uh, running, or doing fitness and stuff, or just doing some skills, uh, passing at a pole, and all that sort of stuff. And then in the in the gym as well, doing or trying to get a lot stronger and more powerful, and then doing all the speed work as well. That guess the Warwick has been uh, installed in me that you know you need to be you need to be quick to play in those positions and explosives. Mm. So yeah, I'm doing a lot, doing a lot of work outside of just your training for school and all representative team stuff.
0: That's great and good on you. I mean, you must be exhausted. You haven't got any injuries, no niggles. You've been sort of injury free for most of your career so far, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I've had. I haven't really had any uh, big injuries, which is probably a credit to my dad, just keeping me on the field and making sure I re- recover and stretch after everything and warming up properly. So.
0: Has he been a big influence so far in your career?
1: Yeah, dad's been been a big influence. And he was a professional rugby player for a number of years and um now's in the coaching coaching world. So he's been able to provide me with a lot of um professional tips on how to or how to um perform in front of certain coaches and stuff and how to work if no one's watching and yeah, he's helped me out a lot just one on one, especially during the isolation period.
0: Yeah, just staying motivated and focused on, on those goals. Is that the main sort of struggle that you had in isolation?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me in isolation, I didn't, I didn't really struggle too much. I, I mean, I missed the team aspects of things, but I thought it was a good time to get on top of things for me and try and improve my game personally instead of the, the team aspect. So I really took on uh, the challenge of staying motivated and, uh, during that time and, yeah, hopefully it shows when we get back out there.
0: Are there any other players? I know your dad's a bit of an inspiration, but are there are any other players or coaches that have sort of mentored you or inspired you along the way so far?
1: Oh uh, well there's a lot of players around the world that I look up to like owen Farrell Bowden Barrett um Bernard Foley dan carter who I'd I'd love to say that I could um play like them one day but yeah a lot all my all my coaches have been really good uh, good to me from under, from an under sixties level to where we are now at school level and then uh, with the Waratahs as well, they've all, they've all had their little impact on me and, yeah, they've been really beneficial.
0: Yeah, so you've been sort of able to get a lot of different coaching sort of viewpoints and a lot of different sort of ways that people coach, you know, under your wing at such a young age. So I guess that's great news that the coaching pathways are, are going well in Australia at the moment to sort of develop players like you. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're doing a they're doing a really good job on um developing players. I guess in the past, probably ten years, they've bought in a real pathways program, and they've seen a lot of players develop into Super Rugby players, and even uh, Wallabies. So it gives us boys going through the pathway at the moment the confidence um, to one day hopefully be at that level.
0: Is anything that's happening with rugby at the moment sort of has been a bit of a mess to so trying to sort of pick everything back up off the ground and start thriving again. Does um, any of that sort of affect you and your vision to play, say, for the wall- Wallabies or the Waratahs? Is that sort of a, a bit disappointing or how do you feel about all of that?
1: Well, not not really. I, I think we can, um, in the future, if we get that opportunity, hopefully change the way Australian rugby is viewed and make it make it stronger. And, I mean, with all the pathways and stuff they've got in our uh, in progress at the moment. I mean, they're bound to get some results uh, pretty soon. Mm.
0: Jack, I know you might not want to weigh in on this, but, you know, you've, again, you've played with a lot of players that are potentially a little bit older than you um, and you played at that good level. There was a conversation, you know, around rugby in, the, in terms of size for age, for example. Has there ever been a time where you've ever been concerned about your safety or you think that you train hard enough and you, you know, you're strong enough and you learn the skills well that, you know, the size for age thing becomes a null and void conversation or what's your thoughts?
1: I think my, or my perspective during the week, I mean, for me leading up to a game is I know if I do all my preparation in the gym on the field, I recover. I feel confident to go out there against any other size and I, just back your abilities um, to do that, and back uh, back your technique. Because if you've got good enough technique, I think any of those big boys can be brought down. And um yeah, there's a safe way about it. And obviously, there's some really big boys floating around, but there's there's ways around it. And
0: yeah, so having that confidence and ability to sort of and the mindset is what you're talking about. So you sort of prepare yourself mentally as well.
1: Yeah, I think more. I think rugby. I think 90 percent of it's a mindset thing. I mean if you want to make a tackle, you're going to go out there and uh, make the tackle. So if you're in that um, mindset of being scared, I mean, most likely you are. You are probably going to get hurt. If you have that um, ruthless mindset, I guess, to go out there and um, just give it your all. And I think that's where uh, blokes really thrive Mm -hmm. from uh, against those bigger boys because they've got the confidence that they've done throughout the week and throughout a preseason or whatever training they've been doing to, um, yeah, go out there and back themselves. Yeah.
0: Well, it's great news that you sort of, you know, you love your rugby and you're moving through that pathways we've talked about. Is there any sort of, but you're only, you're only sort of 16 still, and you're on the cusp of moving into that Waratahs sort of level. Is there anything you'd say to, you know, the little kids starting out playing rugby, little minis? What would you say to them?
1: I mean, first of all, you gotta be, you gotta enjoy it, or otherwise there's no real point of playing playing the great game. So that's the first thing. And then once you get to that level, it's about, I guess, just working working hard, just doing all the things behind closed doors and uh, when no one's watching, I guess that's when the, the real work gets done and, um, yeah, your results will start to show from there.
0: Yeah, good advice. Jack, it's been a pleasure. Um, I will look very closely at what lies ahead for you. It sounds exciting and, and well done on everything you've achieved so far at such a young age. Uh, good luck for what is left of this season. Hopefully you can get on the field in, you know, the next few weeks once all the sort of restrictions are lifted. Yeah, and I look forward to seeing you out on the field and, and watching your, um, your rugby career closely.
1: Well, thank you very much, Katrina. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: All right. Thanks, Jack. Thank you for joining us at Rugby KO. Any comments or insights, please send to Katrina at rugbyko.com. For show notes and more about all things rugby, head to our website at
1: www.rugbyko.com. We look forward to your company for our next episode of Rugby KO.